Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, let's talk about some financial mistruths, maybe. All right. <laughs> if we don't want to say the harder word, but, uh, but there are some financial things out there where there's some lies, right, that are just flat out. You know, it's just lies, right? I mean, you can. It's a harder word, I suppose, than mistruths, but that certainly can be the case. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. So, but more often than not, I think you know there are advisors doing a good job, but they get, I guess, misunderstood or they don't explain well enough, right? That kind of thing where they just kind of toss something out there. Maybe the person doesn't do their own diligence and read the fine print or understand exactly what it is. We preach on the show here all the time. You and I talking about things like understand what it is that you have and why you have it. Right. right. So I've got a few here where people might want to be cautious if they hear some of these kinds of statements or see or read some of these kinds of things. Break them down for us as to why it's uh, possibly a mistruth. Uh, we can beat the market. I mean, just that flat, simple, that statement of we can beat the market. Uh, very hard to do it um, consistently. Um, also, you got to think of like the tortoise and the hare, right? right? So sometimes the hare was ahead and then, you know, said, I'm going to take a nap, lay down, and the slow and steady tortoise just kind of caught up with it and passed it, right? So that's what happens. Um, you have funds that try to beat the market. They're taking risks that are more risky than the overall market, and sometimes those work out, and then sometimes they don't. Um, there's a big fund called the uh, ARC Fund, and, uh, you know, it had a phenomenal year, and then it was way behind the overall market um, the last two years. So it bet incorrectly. Now, that one year you're in it was great, but now you're behind if you just would have stayed in something well-diversified that kind of mimics the overall market anyway. So if people are saying we can beat the market, um, yeah, it's – why are you investing in stocks? You're not there to beat the market. What you're there is for long-term growth, Right diversification, uh, the money for down the road to combat inflation or maybe leave an inheritance, something like that. While you're accumulating assets, that's where you get your better growth vehicles from, you know, from being in uh, something stock driven. So just understand why you're owning stock, not just to, hey, we're going to beat the market. But that's, you know, it's like a, you know, car salesman trying to sell you on horsepower, right? You like more reliability and uh, friendly on, uh, you know, oil changes, tires, those kinds of things. You know, is it going to be uh, the overall cost of having the transportation is going to be lower than something that can go from zero to 60 in two seconds, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, and a lot of times you think about statements like that, right? That might be the big bold, and then in really, really tiny print down below somewhere, it'll say past performance does not indicate future results, right? Correct, correct. So you want to kind of make sure you keep an eye on that little fine print a little bit. There are no fees is another one. So are you doing this for free? I mean, I think most businesses and companies have to pay their employees and keep the lights on. So that seems like a misnomer. There may not be any fees that you that you will see is probably to add on to that. Mm. Now, more, more mis kind of fine print, right? Correct. 
if you are in the stock market, no matter how you are investing in the stock market, if you're doing it on your own, there's always some kind of a fee that you will pay. Now, if you buy your own stocks, uh, you may not pay a fee every day, like when you, you know, like a management fee or something like that, but you pay a fee to buy and sell. You may say, well, no, I, I get 0% commission trades. Yes. But when you buy that security, there's a bid and an ask spread. Bid is what I bid on yours. Ask is what I want for mine. There's a difference there. Okay. And that's where the spread goes in that Wall Street makes. If you're in a mutual fund, mutual funds are notorious for this. You may not pay a fee to go in or a load to go in, but they have internal expenses. And what they state in the prospectus is only what they know at the beginning of the year to keep the lights on, pay the managers, to pay the employees, right. all that stuff. They're going to trade. That's what you're expecting them to do. That's why you're paying them a fee. Those have costs to them. And so they don't know how much they're going to trade. So the fees are very opaque because they shave them off every day. You really don't know what the true fees are. Inside a 401k, a lot of them are hidden. What they may present to you is maybe a planning fee or maybe part of the fee for the overall plan. Um, you know, planning fee is if they're running the money for you, choosing the investments, that kind of stuff. The overall plan may have some internal expenses. So the question is not if you're paying fees or not. The question is if you're getting value for fees that you're paying. So people that work with us, they do get charged a fee. As fiduciaries, we explain that to them. They can see it every month. What kind of value are they getting for that? Well, it's not just asset management. It's also the other work that we do. Tax information, uh, saving them on that, uh, income planning, all that kind of stuff comes on retainer for them. Right. So fees aren't necessarily bad. It's just if you're getting the value for what, but knowing what they are too is kind of important. Now you make a judge if you're getting value for what you're paying. Well, let me take a quick sidestep and ask you. So a lot of times you'll hear me say on the show, Eric, that coming in for a retirement readiness review is complimentary. So somebody might hear that and then go, wait a minute, you just said you charge a fee. So what's the difference there? A fee if you engage us. Right. Right. To show you, demonstrate whether you want to engage us or not, we don't charge for that. Right. And you're not obligated to do anything. No, right. No, absolutely exactly. not. Yeah. And that's what people are kind of blown away by because they go to other institutions like, okay, we'll do a plan for you and it's, you know, $1,500 or something like that. Right, whatever, yeah. And they do the plans. Oh, if you want us to implement it, then we'll either discount that fee or it's another fee on top of that. I changed my practice and said, because we can charge for this, I just choose not to because I'd rather have the open, honest conversation with folks and demonstrate why we're different, how we approach things and see if that works for them. Yeah. And we have... You know, not everyone that comes in becomes a client. Sometimes it's a timing issue. They can't do anything right now. Sometimes they don't want to give up control. Um, sometimes it's not a fit, and that's okay. They still got the same great analysis and all the information that we promised them. But over the years, we had more people come back because they're saying, hey, you were honest. What you said you did, you did. You didn't put pressure on me, which is what people like, especially when an important buying decision, if you think about it right. You're mm-hmm. really kind of making a buying decision. You're buying us as someone's going to help you go through and to and through retirement. And you treat us with respect. You didn't browbeat us. You know, It's not here to sell you on pressure. And so we've had people that we met with four years ago. They're like, hey, I really liked you guys. You know, I'm ready to let you have uh, yeah, now, now I'm ready, now. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we just want to help people, okay? We're in a position in my practice where we don't have to make money on every single person. A lot of stuff we do, I not really call it pro bono, but we do a lot of stuff to help people make this important decision in their life. Yeah. Some of those people decide to engage us and some don't, and that's okay. Um, you know, I like what I do, and at the end of the day, we have a great business. My clients are happy. My staff is happy. 
and it's all good. It's a make, it makes a, a great place to come to work every day to help people with this important decision they have in their life. Well, I appreciate you explaining those differences. I thought it would be uh, appropriate to kind of talk about that since we're talking about kind of these uh, mistruths or whatever, and we wanted to make sure we tackled some of the things that we say right here on the program as well. So let's get back to it uh, and do one more here. Uh, since taxes is coming up for the conversation, it's that time of the year. Another one that you might hear often that's not exactly right is your tax rate will be much lower in retirement. Uh, maybe. <laughs> right. It's a maybe. It's not it's a, a maybe. it's not a always. I think maybe once upon a time it was a always or more than likely than not, but I don't think that's the case anymore. And as you and I have talked about, you could probably do it, right? You could probably be in a lower tax rate, but it doesn't just happen naturally. You don't just get it. You're going to have to work towards it and do some planning. Well, the only way to be in a low tax rate is if you're not spending anything, right? Yeah, because if you, don't do have, if you don't need it for income, then you don't need to take anything out until you're forced to, which now, because of Secure Act 2.0, those moved way out to 73 and 75 for some folks. I'm 75 now with my minimum distribution requirement age because I was born after 1960. You look great for 75. No, don't I? Yeah. yeah. I just, as I said that, I, yeah. no, just RMD age. So the thing is, is that if you want to maintain the same lifestyle, you want the same level of income, and that income's coming now from, let's say, you stop working and it's all coming from 401k, mm-hmm. that's both taxable, right? Your income is taxable. Your withdrawals from uh, your retirement plans are going to be taxable, 100%. Which could, which could change your Social Security taxability. Correct. Uh, now, the two taxes that you don't pay in retirement that you do pay while you're working is a Social Security tax on your income and a Medicare tax on your income. You don't have mm-hmm. those, so you yeah. save a little bit there. Right. However... You know, if you want to, or if you want more income, because now I'm going to travel and do all the fun stuff, I want even more money. So you might pay more tax. But when you first retire, you have the most control over the, those taxes you've ever had. So where you pull the money um, gets critically important. So that's why you want to have a tax analysis as part of your income analysis. Because if you can save money in taxes, guess what? Extra money you get to spend and enjoy, right? So Absolutely. send it to the government which doesn't do a very good job with your money, you can do a better job by spending it on your lifestyle. So part of the, the retirement readiness review is going to be a tax analysis and how you can prevent maybe a tax tsunami that can come down the road if they change the rates in 2026 like they're supposed to, right? Got a lot of debt out there. We owe a lot of money. The only way the government gets it is by raising taxes. So put yourself in tax control by coming through that retirement readiness review and see what you can control. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 
W-H-O. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.